Hello, hello, and we are back again for another horrific review. <laughs> See, so, seems like uh, such a long time since we spoke last. Right, um, after yesterday's unboxing, uh, if you saw that, the Dog Soldiers 25th anniversary, I thought I'd have a look at Go Werewolf-tastic um, and just check out a load of movies. Um, I found this one, uh, it's a British movie, and also has Sean Pertry on it, so I'm like, I have to watch this. Obviously, so this is back in the... Made back in 2015. Um, don't know why I missed it the first time, but there you go. So, essentially what the story is, we have uh, Joe, he's the main character. He's a train conductor, train guard. Um, starts off, says he's just finishing his shift. About to go home when the supervisor's like, no, nah, I need you to cover another one because guard's off sick. This is kind of close to my heart because I unfortunately worked in the railway for a couple of years and had to put this play. Like, what a it's the biggest bunch of arseholes I ever met. One or two good folks, but most of them are just arseholes. Um, it's a horrible working environment, horrible people. It's all about climbing up the next rung of the ladder, to look down on everyone else. Um, work shy, lazy arseholes, <laughs> just to put it uh politely. Uh all that union mindset, you know, can't do anything to me. I'll get the unions involved. Um, management are think they're royalty. Fuck, it's just, uh, just if you if you're considering a career on a railway, don't. <laughs> and this movie kind of brings it all to the board because you've got Joe, he's just about to finish shift. Oh, I need to work another full shift on a busy on a train, um, heading out of London. Um, so finally he takes it up and then we meet it's on the on the carriageway he's going up getting the tickets and this is another thing uh now i worked in the health and safety department but i have helped out with events uh doing conductor duty so i know i kind of know this on the trains the amount of people that will cause the biggest amount of ship to dodge fares is unreal there seems to be an attitude of like the actual going on train itself and riding is quite comfortable, especially modern trains. You know, the seat you get a seat with a table and stuff. You you can go a long journey and all nice. You know, much better than a bus. But for some reason, the railway it's it's a dickhead magnet. So only way I describe it is just a fucking dickhead magnet, and you get every arsehole you can imagine under the sun on the trains working for all the trains. It's just yeah. So he's going along, and basically what we're doing, we're being introduced, you know, there's not that many on the train, so we're getting introduced to the cast in the movie. Uh, early couple, they're fine, going about their business. You've got your typical London yuppie, who, up his own arse, probably off his head and coke, you know, swaggering, doing the alpha male thing, absolute prick. Um, you've got this kind of professional woman, who, you know, very standoffish, snottery. Like, I never understood it. Like, giggles, tickets, please. Sure, ticket, job done. Don't have it? Well, guess what? You're paying. Everybody knows this. And if you get the train on any regular basis, that's what happens. Excuse me while I drink the coffee. Um, yeah, so we get introduced. Um, this wee obnoxious girl on her phone, yap, 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 in the quiet lounge. And we're saying about a Joe's character as well, because he's... Not very confident. Um, he was just turned down. He went to go for a supervisor's position and didn't get it. And his supervisor's telling everybody. But the way his character is, like, afraid to come forward. 
why would you go for a supervisor if you don't have that amount of confidence? And like I said, people working real well, you have to have you have to have a stronger personality than strong personalities are in there because people dig their heels in. Um, the amount of fighting I had to do to get people to sign for stupid health and safety documents, a flipping most basic thing. And the amount of shit you had to go through just to get a, a simple tiny job done was ridiculous. And that's the sort of people. So the supervisors type, you need to be a bigger dickhead than the dickheads you're supervising, uh, essentially. And it's that whole chain. Uh, but he's coming across, he's afraid to go, right, oi, you, phone off, you're in the quiet area, move down to our carriage. Where, you know, and she wouldn't show his ticket, man. She accused him of staring at her breast. She doesn't have any. She's only a kid. And this guy's like, Ugh. but I think it's the character arc. You know, they're trying to set him up. He's a, you know, he's kind of nervous, shy. Um, he fancies the girl that goes up and down the trolley serving stuff, but he hasn't really talked to her. One of those types. But, you know, that's kind of the whole setup. I have to say, what a waste of Sean Pertry in this movie. He's the train driver. And he's barely in the movie for two minutes. Like, absolute waste of a, an actor. Like, what was this? Just a, do you want an easy payday? I'll take it. Dink, done. Um, so we'll come along, meeting all the characters. Who else was there? Hot girl, the couple... The obnoxious kid, um, professional, um, Jed, the elder, you know, the elder, he's a, a Duncan present, he's a good actor as well. So, actually, some decent actors in this, um, as film as well. And that's it. So, driving along, train runs over something and has to come to a, a stop. Uh, we see the driver, Sean Perry's character, trying to get on the radio to control office. That's one thing they could have done a wee bit of research because the procedures are a bit loose, fast and loose, and the conductor not knowing. Right, um, train drivers and conductors both go through, through very similar training, they're both safety critical staff. So, even as a conductor, you have to know it's drilled into them, you know. What I mean, it's trained and trained and trained. I know, bit of a cliche using that word, but it, it is actually drilled into them what to do. If god, what have I right? Someone goes down the side of the track, someone goes under the train. Train comes to a stop. There's a whole set of, you know, things, and it's practice and practice and practice, so to speak. You know, in theory, if nothing else. So, the way they kind of get on didn't make sense. But that's just me being a nerd and a picking because I know the industry. <laughs> but train comes to a stop. Driver gets out to investigate, which is a bit of a no-no because it's. Uh, uh, what they're meant to do is like put out markers and stuff. I mean, there's a whole thing if the train comes to a stop. Um, at least get through to the signal cabinet. So if you can't get through to the control office, you try to make signal cabin, that sort of thing. Uh there's a lobby marked as well. The train stops moving all of a sudden. And even now, even though it was 2015, was that really like 2014? Yeah, so you'd have had the all trains are GPS and we've got a thing called DAS, driver advisory, so it actually records real time the the speed of the train, so the train doesn't hit the mile markers and stuff. So you have to have a wee bit of suspension of disbelief why a train can just come to a stop and nobody twig on what's going on. 
Which then there's a bit of a storm, things are uh, difficult to get to. It's affecting all the radios, so they're, they're kind of using that. So this is where we first encounter the world. So driver jumps out, checks, he sees it run over an elk. Uh, sorry, deer. Don't have elk in the UK. It's a deer, real deer, stag. Uh, it's men's meat. In fairness, that could do, yeah, those things can do some damage. You see him running around, like, countryside. Um, people think we don't have much wildlife here, which, yeah, we don't, but we're starting to see wild boars and all come back again. But definitely deer, stags out there, um, whatever. So it's entirely possible. Livestock, you know what I mean? Have cows walking across the track, getting splattered, you know what I mean? There's uh, all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. So it's not beyond the realms of one reason. But as it, Sean jumps out. Goes check, finds out, next thing you know, he's getting whacked, done. So he's the first victim. Like I said, waste of a character. That's such a shame. He could have done, you know, I mean, just did they run out of money to have him <laughs> in the movie or what? Um, I'd love to know what the decision-making process was having him in this movie because they could have had any bit actor do that job because he's, like, I think it was about 40 seconds total screen time he had. Um, but there you go. He's the first victim. Then um, everyone starts, you know, panicking. Joe's coming out, trying to be the guard. Now, the whole point of being the conductor is you have that kind of authoritative manner about you. You keep people calm in a crisis because, never mind something, this is this is a big cause extreme, but you have punch-ups and trains, you have drunk people, you have all sorts of stuff going on. So you need to kind of be command and control. You need that kind of presence about you. And this guy just doesn't, he stutters, and they basically take a lead from him. And, of course, Mr. Alpha, the the London yuppie, you know, he starts swaggering about. Um, Jeb was my favourite character. He's the elderly gentleman. Um, and that's the, the couple. Um, he was, like, the reason, to, almost like a veteran, you know, being through the mill sort of thing. But, yeah, he's starting to calm things down. Um and everyone sort of goes to pieces. I'm trying to remember who's next. Yeah, Jenny, basically what happens is um, they start demanding to get off the train. And they ask, like, you're in the middle of the bloody woods. What, ex- what are you going to expect? Normally happen that, that way, but you'd have people come to the train with a bus. Because you can't just reverse a train and pull it back and stuff. So somebody would come to the tracks with a bus and there'd be... Uh, flowers and stuff put out so you know where to go, but that all happens at the control room. But the whole point is that you don't just jump off a train, like especially when it's howling outside, <laughs> and not just with the wolves, but I mean, with the rain and stuff, you're gonna sit there quietly. Um, but everything starts falling to pieces until is it Jenny? Alan and Joe jump out find the train driver realize he's gone they try to get up the front um he's gone uh find his body they come back to the train and then i think the werewolf gets jenny the elderly woman yeah she's the first one that gets bitten uh bitten her leg and then things just go crazy after that then they start <laughs> freaking out um the best death had to be the wee girl uh the obnoxious teenager she was a horrible like she starts smoking on train and just bags of attitude and people got just deserve to get hit over the head of a brick 
they just add nothing to society. They're not nice people and they shouldn't be allowed to breed. And she's not an unrealistic character because there's too many wee shitheads I got in the world. Um, just entirely brats that have never been told no in their life. And then they just make your life a misery. Um, that's why I don't work with the public <laughs> now because I just don't have the patience anymore to do it long the tooth to be dealing with crap from wee shitheads I got. But yeah, she gets ripped through the window and it's like, yes! <laughs> I was cheering, going, yeah, rip her to bits. And she didn't die quickly. It was like, oh, getting ripped. So it was funny. Uh, and then they basically go and they try and save themselves. So uh, they start a whole montage. They start uh, the final toolbox, you know, in the train. They start boarding up the windows. Thing is, they've only been in the train. They're, they're talking about getting off and stuff and escaping. And they haven't even been in the thing an hour. I mean, they're freaking out, you know, in times, time speaking. So I've been in trains when they've delayed. I've been in ferries when delayed. And you know what? You can last a couple of hours just calmly. I, I don't understand this thing about people, especially when it's a night train. So you're not going, you know I mean? You're not as if you're, if it was a morning commute, I can get people getting a bit testy. But just the way people react. But that's, that's people. Um, you automatically think something's not happening straight away and they start losing their minds. Um, I was covering a concert once and I was, we were doing, you know, it was a concert venue was near the train station and obviously we were there for crowd control and selling tickets because you don't want everybody piling onto the flipping platform and then fall into the tracks, you know, so you're, you have to put extra people out and you've got thousands coming on to get the train. Now the train was coming and there's just one person I remember just getting in my face um what do you mean i'm like we're running trains until everyone's home that's that's it as soon as it arrives they're just going to be constant you know next train what do you mean constant trains you know it's not here yet like what do you want it to do fly it still has to get <laughs> get here and this guy in fact i was about to give him a refund and tell him to clear off you know just some people are like that and it just uh gets you know but these are people just can't sit in their backsides for a couple of hours until I, I know we'd make the movie, but you just this brought a lot of emotions for the, for the wrong reasons, not to do with the werewolves, but um, just remind me of the real way again. It's like, ah, uh, oh god, no, no, I never go back. Could pay me enough, honestly. Uh, just that environment, like I said, I don't know, real way is a dickhead magnet for some reason. Um, who's next? Paul, yeah, this, there's this guy gets locked in the toilets. Um, he'd been the night out, come with kebab, and <laughs> he got the squirts, so he went to the toilet. And then next thing you know, he comes, they hear him banging, he comes bundling out uh, and flipping piss all over the floor and stuff. It was like that, and just, oh man, gnarly. Yeah, um, he's next to get killed. <laughs> and then everyone tries to do a runner. Um, disappointing thing this the the werewolves themselves when we finally see them are horrendous this had to be the worst werewolf makeup and costume in my life they're sort of half humanoid almost like you know the the skeletal vampire with the wings you know it was kind of that they weren't proper werewolf costumes um yeah didn't like them uh just on the on gate finds the human faces uh Maybe we're trying to highlight the fact, but realize the pack of werewolves, not just one. And they get on the train, everyone has to run, they start getting picked off one by one. Um, 
The only person survives Ellen. Everyone else gets wiped out. Uh, she gets walks back to the previous station. And that's it. And then we have this scene at the end where Yuppie gets killed. He uh, he gets cornered by all the werewolves and then Joe's one because he's turned. Um, It's not a bad movie. I'll give it that. You know, it's a watchable one. It's not one that like, it's not like Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers, you can put on the Blu-ray player or you can stream it again and again and again and again and still enjoy it. This one, if it was on again, I'd watch it, maybe, if there was nothing else. But I wouldn't get excited, you know, wouldn't keep it. You know, it's a low-budget sort of movie. Uh, the werewolves themselves put me off. Like, the, I'll show you, the, you see the movie poster um, that's on the description? It's, it's nothing like that. The actual werewolves themselves put nothing like that. If I had looked like Wolfman sort of thing, I'd have been on board. But like I said, the actual werewolves themselves just put me off. And that's really it. It's uh, it's a paint-by-numbers horror movie, you know, with werewolves. Mm, not the worst werewolf movie. Um, I've seen some stinkers, like the Highland series. Uh, some of the earlier movies are absolutely atrocious. Uh, God, there's another one. I actually went to watch it earlier on and realized I'd watched it before. And it starts off with a you know, guy trying to buy a gravestone, and I remember being shit, so I didn't carry on. So there's loads of stinkers out there. This isn't bad. You know what I mean? It isn't bad. Um, what can I say? Check it out. Give it a go. You never know. Um, you might like it. If you disagree with me, by the way, please let me know in the comments. Uh, be interested to get a bit of this course going and thoughts, because it's a bit weird doing these reviews, staring into the camera of the ether and not getting any feedback about the movies you know if i don't like something you really enjoy um obviously don't be an arse about it just uh what you enjoyed you know talk about the aspects you enjoy we can have a conversation and that's really it uh hope you enjoyed that it was uh it's an interesting movie like i said watchable didn't set the world on fire the world of themselves have disappointed when characters weren't bad something about cliche paint by numbers but here that's what you get for low budget um, decent performances though, all round. I have to say, for what they were, decent performances. So I enjoyed. Absolute waste of Sean Pertry in this, uh, without a doubt. Like, I don't know what was going on there for his character. He could have been anybody. But there you have it. So check it out. And until next time, folks, keep it creepy, keep it horrific. <laughs>